0: Governor Josh Green, hey, Yay. welcome, 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 welcome. I can't so,
1: believe it's another week already.
0: Well, it's been a it's been a busy week because uh, the uh, yeah. plan came out and the uh, governor announced that August first will be yes. the day that uh, yes. we open up to trans Pacific tourism. As, as soon an op- as yeah. you
2: say that, we get all these new cases on the mainland. I'm like, oh my yeah, goodness,
0: yeah. yeah it, uh, so. Given that with the spiking cases, yeah. can you, um, uh, Lieutenant Governor, for the for the folks who may not uh, yet be familiar with the way that plan is going to work, and I know we've talked about it a little bit on past shows, but if you can kind of just review yes. the high points of it, how it
1: works. You bet. The way the plan's going to work, and, and actually we're refining it every day to make it really straightforward and hopefully very accessible, is anybody who wants to travel to Hawaii, mm-hmm. anybody, will have to get a test within three days of their trip, a PCR test. And then they can avoid the quarantine. The quarantine is going to keep getting extended. Okay. But to be safe, to decrease the number of cases really steeply, you will have to get a negative test. And we are setting up relationships with CVS. looks like Walgreens, looks like Kaiser. So we're going to get all of these parties together so that you can go places get the P- pcr test which is the regular swab
2: the one where they poke your brain
1: although now the standards are getting a little bit better the the uh, fda said that certain swabs are going to be adequate with ther- oh. certain pcr tests and we will make sure that it's as as um, as comfortable or less invasive as possible so we'll do all that work it's going to cost people a couple bucks there's no question i think the range of price is going to be somewhere between if we because we're gonna set a lot of partners into motion mm-hmm. if you go straight to like uh, the labs the corporation labs that are on the mainland and we'll have all that information on our websites it will be cheaper then it's look more like 120 bucks versus about 160 bucks where they have to do it <sighs> wow. but people will pay it it'll be yeah. adults only it looks like although we may have provisions for children um, we have to be you know very mindful of that and we have to do the best practices. Uh, we'll get that approval from Director of Health one way or another. But the, uh, the key will be this. If the parents are negative, you really don't have to worry too much about young people if they live in the same house. We'll finalize those details. But again, if you get a negative test, you can come here. What if your test doesn't come back in time? People are going to say, well, then you will be in quarantine until you get your results. When you get your test result, you'll stop at one of our um, offices that we'll designate, and then you'll be taken off the quarantine list. Mm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may not seem perfect to people, but boy, it will decrease the rates very dramatically. It's it's my expectation that by getting, if we if we get 15,000 travelers, let's do the math, okay? Right now, we know about one out of every 350 people that is traveling to Alaska and to other places mm-hmm. are have been asymptomatic carriers of the virus. Not particularly contagious, but they could give it to you, okay? Mm -hmm. So one out of 350. So if we have 15,000 people come into the state of Hawaii a day, if we did nothing, if we did nothing at all, Mm -hmm. that would be about 45 people would come in positive with COVID. 45 people, which sucks, right? It's terrible. However, if we get all these people tested, because that's the rule, Mm got to get tested if you come in, it will decrease by at least 80%. In fact, the test is much more sensitive than that. I'm being very conservative here, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. 80% leaves just nine people then that would come in. Mm -hmm. That is nothing, okay? Mm -hmm. Remember, they're still gonna be tourists, they're still gonna mostly stay to themselves, mostly. Mm -hmm. And they're not symptomatic, because we're gonna still check their temperature, do the thermal scanning, get all their information. You know, they're really getting it. Mm -hmm. So if anybody gets symptomatic, we'll clear them out, test them right on the spot, no problem. But a number like nine is nothing. I mean, most states are used to, well, uh, 8,000 in Florida yeah, today, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and and obviously, if the whole nation is on fire with COVID, then the governor and, and I and, the, you know, director of health, we're going to all pause, right? And look at it. But we have five weeks to get the system ironclad. And then an ironclad system, even if some people trickle in or even if someone tries to cheat the system, it's an utterly small risk. Mm. And we'll still be on it. We, believe me, we're still going to be doing all that we do for people. It's Mm -hmm. just that if we get it down into the single digits of people that could be traveling, we're still gonna have masks. We're still gonna have all of our rules. It will be manageable. Mm -hmm. And I'll be watching the intensive care unit numbers and the ventilator numbers and all this stuff. But I think this is the safest plan in the country. I was on the phone this morning at, I don't know, four in the morning or or 4.15 in the morning with the director of health from Alaska and going through their process, we're working together actually, so that we can streamline things, we'll be fine. If, uh, if it looks too dangerous, we'll pause. But this plan is meant to keep our numbers very low. I can tell you this, we're at much higher risk when we don't do proper social distancing and mask wearing at restaurants, bars, and events. That, that's much more risky than having a traveler who's had a test and a thermal scan, and a temperature check, and been um, questioned by the Department of Health. Mm, So, you know, I mean, we have to keep things in perspective, but, I'm all in to make it as safe as possible.
2: Uh,
0: Lieutenant Governor, I wanted to backtrack here on something that you just said and and clarify that for our listeners. Now, normally here in Hawaii, we get about, uh, in normal times, 30,000 visitors a day. Um, you mentioned the math based on 15,000 a day. Can you talk about where that number comes from? I
1: took, and, yes, you know? I definitely. I took um, 30,000 and I divided it by two.
0: Okay, you yeah. asked. Me, you me, asked the question. Oh, me,
1: That's how you asked let, it. So let me let me
0: we, need find that. Okay, me, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> when when were you thinking we would be reaching fifteen thousand, and and why would that why would Hawaii still not be at the at the total thirty thousand that we normally would get?
1: Yes. Okay. So there's a little more science than the yes. the <laughs> math I got in the third grade. Okay, <laughs> Peters with my teacher. Um. So here's the deal. We've got we've been doing surveys. Hawaii Tourism Authority has been doing surveys. We're assessing what people's appetite is to travel with a test. Uh, it was something like, uh, was it 58% of the people were willing to travel immediately with a test from across America, even if it was over $100. So we we know that that is a, one of the gates that my, people will have to go through. There are also some polls that we've done where we know that uh, a certain subset of the population across America is just simply not going to travel for up to three years because of risk and, and fear. Uh, we also know that there has been some economic uh, impact on middle class families, especially. That's another risk factor. Although it's interesting, that cuts both ways because though a lot of pe- people are hurting. There's no question at all mm. un- across the country, especially here where we had a ton of downturn because of, of tourism being shut off. Also, people spending has gone down so much because they're not able to go out to restaurants, they're not able to go out and buy a new car, they're not able to do things that are costly. So there is actually some expendable wealth, uh, some pent-up demand to travel. People canceled all their vacations. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're trying to balance a lot of variables and we're gonna know, each week I'll know, because I'll get a little bit of extra information from the tourism guys of who's been booking, what hotels are opening. Uh, we don't think that the hotels are going to open in mass. I think that the owners of hotels, like if they own three or four hotels, will open one first. We'll get room occupancy numbers. But it looks to me that we're just like three to four months out from getting uh, to 50%. I really think that that's going to happen because, mm-hmm. remember, there's another thing. Hawaii is the best place as far as rates, fatality rates, uh, case rates, prevalence of the disease. So if you're in New York and or California or Florida and you're looking at a place to go because your family had to do at least one trip this year. They don't wanna let 2020 go completely. I think a lot of people are gonna say, well, I could go to Mexico, high rate. I could go to Bermuda, I don't know. And then they're gonna say, but Hawaii has the lowest you know, mortality rate uh, per capita. It's got the lowest rate per 100,000. It's got this and that. So I think all that's gonna play into it, um, but it was still critical to put up that barrier of getting a test. Because if you don't, you know, and let's say you get a lot of travelers from California, where it's surging right now, Uh be tough. Let me give you a couple of the frequently asked questions. I know you're gonna get them anyway. (laughs) One thing is, can you get the test? Well, if there's a big surge in California, the director of of health has been telling me constantly, "Hey, it's a, uh, it's going to be a lot of demand on testing. We know that. So because of that." testing people are ramping up like crazy. And mm. so there is a lot more testing available, but that's why we want multiple partners, CVS and Walgreens and people can go to their private doctor and get the test. It's no problem. But this is, you know, the universe that we're living in. What happens if people, um, you know, book their trip and they just forget, well, then you're, you're screwed. You know I mean? You're going to be <laughs> in uh, quarantine. And so we're going to send that message out a lot, like over and over and over again. And the airlines who we are working with very closely are, going to constantly send reminders and travel tips. And that's what they do, which is great. Uh, if you suddenly test positive right before your test, a lot of the travel agencies are offering like a $99 plan so that you don't have any other fees and you get fully refunded if that happens because you can't go to Hawaii. So there's lots of work being done. Uh, but I'll tell you, it's a um, it's a, it's a, pretty big lift. But I know they are the people are saying here yeah, they're expressing concerns he's, about partnerships with businesses. He's, like into, like he's, he's, he's watching comments. Yeah. Kind of the yeah. comments. I know the comments that are
2: coming up. Uh, 94.7 <laughs> Google. we're here with Lieutenant Governor Josh Green. <laughs> he's uh, he's answering your questions before we even in, ask them yeah, because in, he's reading in, them off yeah. of my phone. In
0: real time. In real, in real time. time. And freaking, actually, one of the questions uh, I think that is being asked is about why would testing not be offered here like when people land to make it easier for them to get testing?
1: That's a, Yeah, that's a very common question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's, let's imagine... Let's just use my number, you know, 30,000 divided by two again, right? right, Or 15,000. And it could be 10,000. It could be lower. Well, right now, we can only, on our very best day, do 5,000 tests statewide right now. Oh, right. So if everybody landed and had to get the test, we'd have no tests to provide healthcare services. In fairness, our average number of tests is probably about 800 a day. Sometimes it's a little higher. Our highest day that I recall seeing in the last month was 2,300. And that's when we tested like two whole nursing homes. That's why the number was so high. Mm. Mm. So we have capacity, but a couple things. The things. Gov- number one, the governor wants us to be very direct about this, which is don't, don't give people wiggle room or they'll take it, right? So get a test and then travel. And when your test is negative result, you're fine. It's decreased the risk by 80%. You're fine. Mm. If we let people wait, a couple things happen. One we might not have the capacity. Okay, that's a problem. We could work that out, but it's a problem. Two, could be a monster problem at the airport, which we don't wanna have, just not not mm-hmm. good. Three, then if you land here and you tested uh, positive, you're definitely now, you didn't have a chance to avoid the travel costs, and you're gonna face the quarantine for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, So that's another problem. All of these are also problems, by the way. I know that some people have proposed a, a second test. You get a test like four days or a week after. Mm-hmm again, it's got the same practical problem. You would take all of our tests and then some for the state. So, uh, people didn't do their homework when they proposed that, unfortunately. Good people, but they just didn't, you know, look, I'm studying this It's good this in thing. principle,
0: but yeah, yeah not I'm practical. Yeah, i 20 hours
1: a day. And, and 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 also, let's talk about the numbers. Right now, if it's one out of 350, which is actually probably even, it's probably more like one out of 400, but one out of 350 people is asymptomatic, positive for the virus. So, really, you're going to test them before, and then we have almost no cases here, and then you're going to test them again and charge them another 160, 160 bucks a pop and use all our tests to catch what? You're, by now, you're catching like one in 1,200 or one in 1,300 people, and they're about ready to leave anyway, mm-hmm. and they were hanging out by themselves most of the time. So, it's just sooner or later, you start asking yourself, what's the right investment in healthcare? I'd rather have that resource to give them health or to buy them... Medications, or to provide a, a doctor's visit, or anything. So, mm-hmm. not that these aren't good ideas, but it's um, it's what's got to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Ninety-four-seven, Kumu. You are listening to uh, the Rise and Drive, and uh, we are talking with Lieutenant Governor Josh Green. How many more cases are you projecting that we are going to see? And what at what point is kind of like the like the you know the the point at which we go, whoa, gotta stop. Like what number for you says, yeah, that's too many cases. We're getting a day
1: okay so everyone's got different feelings about this mm-hmm. but i'll tell you this uh will we have more cases sure we'll have more cases just because we'll have more people here uh we won't we we should not have a lot more cases because of this multi-layered system but we will have more cases that's one thing we'll also have more immunity by the way which is a good thing but mm-hmm. uh we will have more cases but we will not have people dying of heart attacks because they never got their health care we will not have people becoming homeless because they couldn't pay their mortgages. We will not have those. And those are the fundamental questions, right? But I understand. People are like, wait, I don't want any extra risk, zero mm-hmm. extra risk. Yeah. Well, believe me, we're taking on massive extra risk in other spaces if we don't do something come end of summer or fall. Now, what number is, it, is a number? Well, we between 28 and 34, when we were having that several days in a row, we averaged 27 cases for all of March. I wasn't happy, but we never got anywhere near higher numbers in our ventilators or ICU. What we did have is we had 17 deaths in three months, okay? We had from the virus, which is the lowest in the world, okay, by by a percent or by you know numbers per 100,000. And remember, flu kills dozens and dozens of people every year in Hawaii. I mean, it breaks my heart every time I see it. A, a, one of our kupuna come in with the flu and they're 89 i know they're they're you know in trouble if their oxygen saturation's down they're gonna die okay mm-hmm. and i've seen it for years in the er but we know that you know that exists for all all of us our time will come someday i don't ever think that we should let down our guard or take extra risk except that if we took the position that we always wanted to stop every risk you can't live uh and that's not the way human nature is I will say this, when, when travelers begin to return and we start doing you know, kind of regular life stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We're still gonna wear masks all this whole year. We're still gonna socially distance this whole year. We're still gonna spread out the restaurants this whole year, right? in my opinion, okay? What you will see, first of all, is you'll see deep, big, deep drop in flu, big, deep drop in other infectious diseases, because we're we'll being more careful. You will see a low number of COVID. When you have 30 a day, the Department of Health is handling it no problem, okay? Mm-hmm. They, they're, and they also, remember, just added 160 tracers that graduated from the program. They're going to do another 320 in the coming, like, six weeks, okay? We will have more than enough tracing, we'll have way more tracing than we need by that point, which is very good. They say they can trace hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. The reason I want to keep that number down in the 30s or lower is because one outbreak among young people on the beach is one thing, no big deal. An outbreak, though, that somehow goes from a an 18 year old to their mom, who happens to be a nurse or a physician at the at the long term care facility, and if that goes to the patients, big problem. So these are the um, you know these are the considerations. Mm-hmm. We're watching every single one of them, and I think that we're actually we're experimenting now with little bumps, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. We opened mm-hmm. restaurants and bars, little bump. We opened we opened our hearts to the 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 tragedy with Mr. Floyd we saw prob- another bump, another yeah. bump maybe mm-hmm. we we had graduation ceremonies where we just could not refrain from hugging each other we saw a little bump <laughs> yeah mhm mhm so, so
0: so you're saying uh, as far as uh, for the public as we are all also watching the case numbers that when it's if if and when it starts to get to in that area around in the high 20s 30s and god forbid beyond that that would be the point at which you would go wait hold up for a second pause yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: maybe maybe that's when you have to go back and there's a lot of these considerations maybe that's mm-hmm. when you go back to just groups of 10 mm, okay. maybe that's when you are you know you double down on enforcement at parks and beaches and restaurants Mm -hmm. and make sure people are still socially distancing. Maybe that's when you make sure that you're doing sampling, uh, a sampling study of different populations and seeing where the, you know, where the surge is. But we, you know, we will watch every single day, how many ventilators are being used, how many other places are being, you know, used in their services for hospital beds, how many cases have been recorded. So all of this stuff, it's going to be right smack dab in the middle of, of my notes and uh, <laughs> we'll be fine. four seven
2: Kumu Kokua. Because Kumu cared. Lieutenant Governor Josh Green here with us. Now, we have so many comments on Facebook, and he's trying to follow them as we go along.
0: Uh, some of the questions are about the age parameters, both the bottom and the top of, the, um, of who will be required to take that test. Um, will young children be uh, required? Will Kupuna have to take those tests? And, and uh, can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Yes, uh, so all adults will have to take the test before coming to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, we believe that there should be some, uh, I guess, some, some flexibility with children. Right now, Alaska, we just started out of the gate. They've been doing everyone over age two, but I was in discussions with them today. I think this is going to settle on something more reasonable. Mm-hmm. I don't think testing young kids when their parents are negative is particularly valuable because they're very, very likely negative.
0: Um, another question uh, from one of our listeners, Nancy asks, uh, what about Hawaii residents returning home from the mainland? Can you talk, I know you've alluded to this a little bit, uh, especially when they're doing just short trips to the mainland. What do you think should happen with those Hawaii residents returning?
1: So we're still finalizing that recommendation. The uh, The current plan, the current plan is if you go for more than six days, you're going to be like everybody else. You're going to have to get a test and then you will quarantine uh, until that test result comes back to you negative. Okay. Now, other places are doing a thing where they test everyone that returns home three to four days after return. And I'm, in, I'm still investigating that and seeing if that's the best practice to do. Uh, we also know that we have, uh, we have exemptions for people that are in, uh, in jobs that are essential, right? And we'll still be applying those. So we'll have classes of exemptions where you would just go to, for the 14 days, you just go to work and that's it. Working back for essential you know, efforts mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. that is also going to be part of the plan. So each week I'll have more updates for you. We have some time on this, which is why I really wanted five weeks of breathing room. Uh, I think people should plan if they're going to be prudent about things. First of all, I know it's a harsh recommendation, but I think people should not plan on doing short trips to high risk areas if you don't have to. Mm. If you don't have to go right now, wait it out through twenty twenty. I know that people love Vegas. I get it, but. If you're going to do that, then expect to get a test and cleared just like everybody else. That's the best the best idea. Uh, other trips, if they're much longer, then you're you're essentially going to be taking on the risk. And I, I do want to share this with people from a constitutional standpoint you know how that we're being sued right now and and, yes well we're not allowed to legally discriminate between people from other states and ourselves just just so people know constitutionally we can't do that Mm -hmm. so you can set health standards based on how long people have been gone and so on but it doesn't mean it's because you're a local or because we're you know hawaii resident it's because of the health consideration Mm -hmm. and that's very important to to note
2: okay so uh we have got sarah elizabeth she's on a tear She's written like five different things here, and most of them all in caps. So I'm just trying to make sure she gets herself answered because she seems to not be hearing what she wants to hear. So she's saying, according to CVS, they will only test residents of the state in which you are a resident. Uh, What about those of us who go to the mainland and won't be able to get tested?
1: So that's the purpose of having a new contract with them. So we're going to have it. It's called a B2B agreement, which is business to business, but it'll apply to all of people from Hawaii. Mm. Uh, so and anywhere else. So if you are living in Virginia, but you're also going to be in then Florida for a few days and then you're traveling to Hawaii, you'll be able to go to CVS. If you show that you're going to go to Hawaii for a trip, that's a big deal and it will be done. Uh, there will be similar relationships, I believe, with other entities, like I mentioned earlier, Walgreens and and perhaps Kaiser. So you'll be able to get these tests, and it won't always be easy. There's no doubt. There's no doubt about that. This will ultimately. This program's going to grow and evolve. Uh, when we get, you know, down to brass tacks, we may have to add some testing over time here, which I think will expand. But mm-hmm. I've made a commitment to not uh, to take to to not take too many of our tests. Away from our needs, even though we have a buffer of about three thousand a day minimum, mm. so we'll be ready. We'll we'll definitely be be ready.
2: But Lieutenant Governor um, Misty is asking about boating, boating restrictions, rental car proclamations, stuff like that. Do you have any information about that? We'll also get into schools because they're sure. really um, focusing on schools.
1: Well, I know they've been focusing on boating restrictions, and and I have to defer to. Uh, Director Case, you know, Suzanne Case. We've had, I wouldn't call it a surge here, but we had this mini bump, right? We yeah. had 17, then 16 cases. The day before that, I think it was four or something small. So it's been up and down, but mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's not too large a risk in my book. Uh, schools are a much bigger question, right? Because we are setting up the standards for schools and I know that kids are gonna uh, have to be in school. They're mm-hmm. just gonna have to be, but it, can it be comprehensive? The director or superintendent, rather, of schools is going to make a lot of, you know, kind of comprehensive recommendations in in the next week to ten days. I know because it's getting kind of close. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think that there will be some flexibility allowed, especially for the older students, if they need to be at home because it's going to be impossible to fully socially distance. I think we're going to have a lot of um, a lot of spacing in schools to the best of our ability, and we also have to be fair. We can't have school days the last twelve hours. That's not going to work. And spread it out so lots of work for dr kishimoto and this is a challenging year i think everyone has to remember that no solution is going to be particularly satisfying because this is a pandemic it is threatening everyone's economy we're just gonna do better than everybody else. That's what we can hope this year.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. 94.7 Kumu, you are listening to our Kumu Kokua segment talking with Lieutenant Governor Josh Green. Um, I wanna address another question um, asking about whether there are any improvements coming down uh, regarding what happens to those people who choose quarantine. Um, Right now, they're talking again about how we have these quarantine breakers. So I guess the question there is, what kinds of improvements might we see in those people who
1: opt for quarantine? So that's, that's actually a very important question. So by July 1st, uh, Ford, who's doing a great job at airports, has made a commitment to all of the mayors to give them the advanced uh, digital platform to share the, the names of individuals that have chosen quarantine so that that can be policed much more directly. Uh, we are playing around with some ideas also about having other companies provide gifts and so on, uh, like a Aloha bracelet if you have, you know, done the whole process you don't need to be quarantined and you'd like to wear it as an option none of that's going to be perfect and people would still scam us you know if that happened but the more we do the better I think that most people remember most people do follow the rules most people follow the laws We focus on the the jerks that that um, that flaunt it and go on social media and so on mm-hmm. uh, there's really not been that many now I will agree the quarantine the quarantine breakers are uh, a great frustration. What I think, though, is we're gonna have a huge surge of people actually are getting tested, and that's a big benefit. If we find that people are still going to bed and breakfast and breaking quarantine, we're gonna start passing out more $5,000 fines. And $5,000 fine, where I come from, it hurts. So I think that that's gonna be the case. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not gonna be putting tattoos on people, you know, (laughs) even henna tattoos. We're not doing that, (laughs) because that's not very nice. But um, it's still, It's a process. I think everyone has to realize that we're talking about macro health policy. We're not talking about micro health policy. There are going to be a few people out there that break the rules. It's going to still be a low number that are positive. Mm -hmm. uh, But when you look at the big picture, you won't have big spread. Mm. Mm. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. That's important. Mm. 94.7 Kumu, you're listening to Kumu Kokua. Following up on that question about quarantine... Well, I guess there's two related questions here. Would it be possible to have all quarantiners stay in one place, like in one hotel or a cluster of hotels so that they could be watched more carefully? Um, and Vince says, why aren't we following New York, New Jersey and Connecticut protocols of mandatory 14 day quarantine for travels from high infection rate areas?
1: So to that point, right now we are and have been for three months and two days. It's three months and two days ago that we put in the uh, the mandatory 14-day quarantine for everybody. So, mm. and then a huge percentage of people who did come through here are still quarantining or staying at, at at the bed and breakfast or their home. They are laying low, but some some broke some broke the rules. So that's one thing. Now, state by state specific rules are basically unconstitutional and are probably going to start getting shot down in some areas. If you're Discriminate against one group or another and they're very impractical. It's it's super hard to do to single out one state A lot of this is is pretty tough. It's uh it's a lot of legal questions, and it's gonna be a big You know, it's just gonna be a big lift for the next uh, several months I think that all these considerations are are relevant. But meanwhile, we'll do safe things that we come up with We will open up bubbles eventually to Japan and New Zealand Australia if they'll go for it We will consider uh korea if it's safe if their numbers are low we will consider um you know once it gets really safe we won't need the test Mm. but that i don't see that coming so okay so two quick ones Uh,
2: jen stewart is yelling at us again (laughs) just need to know if my minor kid can come with me to the supermarket yeah Okay, there you go, Jen. I knew he would be able to answer that one quickly, so there you go. Uh, the other one, uh, rental cars. Someone wanted me, uh, for some reason, we've got rental cars circling over here. It's it's becoming an issue for people. a lot of people asking this on uh, on Facebook, so just curious cars? if you had anything. I don't know. I, I think because, you know, like Hertz filed for bankruptcy, you know, we've had these issues with the rental car thing. Yeah. Uh, they're just curious about that. Are, are we making any plans? Are we telling the rental car companies, okay, go ahead, rent cars?
1: I don't know, actually. I think that, I'm I'm certain we're going to tell them they can rent cars when tourists come back, mm. um, you know, because they will be people will be coming back or tourists, us, everybody, they'll be negative. They'll have a negative tests. I yeah. think it's not going to be an issue.
0: Several of our listeners have asked a question about um, will the new system, to what degree, will it apply to military?
1: I think it should apply to everyone personally. Okay. I, you know, I, I like to have even uh, kind of even programs so that there's no question. Military will, you know, I'm sure... Uh, kind of evolve what their policies are to the state policies, and I know there was some pushback. You know, I, I'm not a military guy, but mm-hmm. General Hart is working really hard, and he's conveying that we want everyone on the same page. We're all really one ohana. So, you know that. And I, boy I see these people are asking about their kids, kids, kids. I, I agree. We'll, we will have that number for you, the age, before long. And I don't want to give somebody the wrong information that has to change. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we have to be as safe as we can be. And this is, uh, you know, this is a not a perfect solution, but it's a way better solution than any other state has. And because Alaska tried this, we're learning a lot of what, what they're mm. going through. So mm. we'll improve on their system, and then they'll take whatever we got, and they'll, they'll improve theirs too.
2: That's good. That's yeah. great. Um, Ninety four seven Kumu Rise and Drive with Devin and Esby and Lieutenant Governor Josh Green. Okay, Lieutenant Governor. Yes. Getting a lot of constitutional questions about wearing a mask. Yeah. (laughs) Can you help us with that, please? Because people are saying it's my constitution, this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. And in the meantime, uh, like, for example, one of our Kuma listeners, uh, Amber, is saying, can we please mandate masks in public because they're tired of telling people or wondering why people are not wearing their masks and we keep hearing from the cdc from the from the world health yeah, organization and yeah. other experts that that is like one of the number one things that we can do to stop the spread so why would and, we and not I know mandate? we went over
1: this last week but we're going to keep harping yeah. on this because every people, single yeah, time because we people back. keep asking about it yeah. yeah it is constitutional uh for public health considerations to ask people to wear a mask it is uh, also, everyone remember, if someone has chronic lung disease uh, and it's legitimate, COPD, you know, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or severe asthma, and so on, or cystic fibrosis, they don't have to wear a mask. It, it will kill them. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they can't do it. So that is a consideration. It's very few people, uh, but if you see someone that's you know huffing and puffing, they probably have COPD. They should, by the way, not be going out when yeah, there's a lot of people, right. around and they're sure. gonna, they're going to catch COVID maybe and die. So that's no good. Yes. So that's that's the way it is. It is constitutional. And I do think that it would be prudent. I I was thinking about that this morning, that maybe in our next emergency proclamation that we make it very clear that everyone were
0: addressing their issues. I know there's going to be a lot more to come. And uh, by the way, uh, for all of you who are listening in, uh, we have had we've been blessed to have the lieutenant governor with us every Friday, pretty much since the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, We always post all of our Kumukukua segments uh, in two places. So one on our website, Mm Kumu.com, you can listen to just the audio. Audio and then when we're lucky to have a guest in the studio, we also have the
2: uh, Facebook Live video, mm-hmm. so you can exactly. catch the replay there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Lieutenant Governor, anything you want to say in closing?
1: No, I got I got kind of comments from Senator Schatz. He's been following our stuff and and, and, and he's been doing awesome work. So. Shout out to, to Senator Shots and Tell him he's got to come in and see us, he, by the way. Right. Yeah. Write yeah. <laughs> right
2: to him and say, hey, dude. Uh, and did you want to give your, your phone number in case people want to text you some of yeah. these questions? Oh, they, yeah.
1: they should, really. So it's 937-0991. 937-0991. Just text me if you got a crisis, and I'm happy to help.
2: All right. Lieutenant Governor Josh Green stopping in with us on Kumu Kokua. It's Rise and Drive.